0: Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we will be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, and other role players. Tune in every week for your latest episode. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Hi everyone, and welcome back to About the Winelands. Today I'm talking to Emma Brevard. Emma is the winemaker at Le Lude in Franshoek. Hi Emma, um, welcome to About the Winelands.
1: Hi Will, thanks thanks for having us.
0: No, thank you so much for spending time um, to actually um, do this, and um, I think our listeners will appreciate it.
1: Yeah, well, we're all just trying to get back into it. Um, It's been a quiet couple of months, but we've got a lot of catching up to do here in the cellar.
0: So Emma, can you, um, before we start um, with um, your wine, your winery and everything, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into the wine industry?
1: Well, um, it's quite easy for me though. I was born into it, if I can say that. I was born in Robertson. Um, My parents own a wine farm there. So um, for me, it was sort of a no-brainer to come this way. And I've really enjoyed... Uh, after Varsity to explore a lot of different um, areas and places and I've done some time overseas too and um, I was doing a harvest at Leloud in 2017 and I I quite enjoyed the process of bubbly making and it's it's what I fell in love with.
0: Oh that's awesome. Um, Can you, so so have you been at Leloud? um, Is that your old wine journey? Have you been there in your life?
1: just about. I graduated in 2015. So I've done a harvest at Jordan Estate um, in okay. Stellenbosch. And then I spent some time harvesting in California and in New Zealand. And other than that, it's it's been the Lude really.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So can you give us, um, listeners a, a bit of a, a history on the lude and um, what you guys are doing there?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, it's quite a... a I think a different story, if you can say it like that. Our owners are from Oetzer and they've worked with guest houses and hotels and things um, mostly on that side and in Cape Town a little bit too. And they always wanted to create a place that was this experience that they had when they were in, in France a couple of years ago, drinking champagne in the beautiful Rose Gardens. And that happened at Chateau Leloud, which is actually in the Loire Valley. But it's that whole feeling of really enjoying where you are and really enjoying that experience is what um, had them create Lelude. So they bought the farm in 2000, 2010 and um, completely renovated it, planted the grapes here and turned it into to what it is today. So we only produce caplasic here. We specialize in it and uh, started very small in 2012. And currently we're producing 100,000 bottles a year.
0: So that's all you do. You only make um, cup Classic.
1: <laughs> you make it sound so simple, but yes, um, yeah. it's something so much focus and so much time, actually, that I, I don't actually know how anyone does, does everything else.
0: Well, you know, it's quite unique because most, most of our wineries in South Africa, um, you know, make a range of things. But I think, you know, there is definitely something to say for a focused effort
1: yeah there's so much there's so much time that it takes and for us we're a small estate um the farm itself is only three hectares or Mm -hmm. three hectares um we're buying in a lot of grapes for for our harvest but uh we do all of our own labeling all of our own degorgements and bottling so um we need to degorge at least um twice a week two days a week to keep up with the demand so it's it's a full-time job (laughs)
0: oh that's amazing so your um actually style of making um bubbly if i can call it that way that um is that are you very traditional are you using any new technology methods How, how do you do this
1: um i'd like to say that we are quite traditional uh we're traditional in the style or the philosophies if we can say so um champagne does go through malolactic uh, when it's done traditionally and also in the uk and a lot of the northern hemisphere areas but we stay away from that um, for us south africa struggles a bit with acidity it is a much warmer climate and a much warmer um, harvest if we can say that so we've got a very low acidity to start with and we feel that sometimes with malolactic it becomes a little bit slow we want a wine that's really zesty and very linear and um, you know almost tight and lean over your palate and something that's very clean and crisp and for us uh, bubbly should be refreshing and it should be should be vibrant um on your palate
0: well i was wondering about that because you know if you look at France franzhoux weather franzhoux and Stellenbosch bosch has more the, the, the provence type weather and not really the the um, the traditional champagne rain that that area weather that you have in france so it is a yeah. bit warmer right i think that's what you're saying
1: yeah very much and um we as I said, we buy in quite a bit of grapes. Um, a lot of them coming from Robertson and Bonneville area also, uh-huh. where um, you have quite a different climate for it. And a lot of the uh, the capital seed producers can, um, can agree with me on this, is that a lot of people buying in from Robertson, not only because of the limestone soils, but also because um, they have a great... Um, a daytime, nighttime difference uh, during the, the, the growing seasons. So even on a hot sunny day when it's about 36 degrees Celsius, it um, will cool down to about 15, uh, 18 at night, which which is a big difference. in Franschuk, I don't know if you've, you've ever spent the summer in Stellenbosch or Franschuk, but when it's 36 during the day, your nighttime is probably 32.
0: I, I'm a Stellenbosch boy, so I understand perfectly <laughs> what you're talking about. It's, yeah. it's not called the Allenbosch for nothing.
1: Exactly. There's no, there's no relief from it. And the vine feels this too. So when it's got a, a cool night to almost to recover from the hot day, it manages to, to recuperate. You almost have a slower ripening time. And this gives you a much better acidity to your grapes and a much better um, clarity almost in the Francia grapes and the Stellenbosch grapes that we that we also buy and we have a much riper fruit um come through in the aromas.
0: Oh, very very interesting um where are your uh, where are your markets where do you sell most of your your MCC?
1: Well we um sell most of our um the Brut and the Rosé, which is almost our non-vintage, everyday um, drinker, we sell most of that in the Western Cape itself. Um, mm-hmm. We mostly do restaurants. Um, we think it is, you know, something that's, Oops. it's always going to be do going to go down better if you've got a sommelier to tell you a little bit of a story and to explain um, what makes Lulu different or, or special. And that does really well in a restaurant. Other than that, um, Woolworths is a very good market for us. And mm-hmm. we partner with them in, in this way because they they work very well uh, alongside our brand.
0: Yeah, I've seen, I've seen your brand in Woolworths. Um, do you um i um, do, do any exports because i think that is one of the challenges um for mcc right is is actually um competing in export markets with the with um not only the french but also with uh, prosecco and um the stuff the spanish are making um it's yeah. difficult it
1: definitely it definitely is difficult um we export a small amount to the uk and to germany and mm. um we work On the USA and Canada at the moment. Um, We've got a new exporter in Norway that has started this year. So we are getting there. Um, We've only started looking at um, increasing exports in about 2018 when we were on a vintage that was large enough for us to do that. Until then, we actually just didn't have the stock for it um, because we started so small in 2012. So, um, but it is difficult overseas because uh champagne prices are so cheap in in neighboring countries in the eu so for us to be imported um uh, price wise people don't understand capitalistic and they uh, they're unwilling to try sometimes
0: yeah i I can understand that i mean the tariffs in europe doesn't help either there's there's really no tariffs in in the european union so the french and and italian um are extremely cheap for people Mm -hmm. living there so and, and their marketing is, is quite good. But I think I think um, um, over time, um, what, what I'm wondering, in the, in the South African market, there could be some really... And, and also, what about the rest of Africa?
1: Um, the rest of Africa is actually a very good market. Um, we've looked into... We branch out a bit into Botswana and to mm-hmm. Kenya, with some of our exporters, and we're trying to get it a little bit bigger. It's... Um, that for us is, is is easier than than overseas because they they like the idea of a South African bubbly and yeah. um to a little bit more on home soil to try, so it, yeah, there it, it's doing actually very well.
0: Oh, that's 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 quite interesting. Mm. So um, how do you see uh, your capacity to grow? I mean uh, obviously to, to, to grow the, the vineyards isn't that easy but um, your winery itself, do you, do you have excess capacity? Can you buy more, can you make more bubbly by buying in more grapes?
1: Um, currently our cellar is producing um, already more than what we had originally planned so we plan wow. to go up to bottles in total and we're on a hundred thousand at the moment so we are quite full to the brim if we can say that Um, sorry
0: i missed that how many bottles are you planning to make
1: we're doing a hundred thousand at the moment um and initially was only to do ninety thousand so we have surpassed our expectations um And we are quite, quite full, um, downstairs. So our underground maturation cellar is where the problem comes with, um, having space for all these vintages, especially since we keeping it for quite some time on the lease. So we need space for at least currently we have about 350,000 bottles downstairs. Mm -hmm. And if we wanted to increase our production, we would need to be able to to carry about 400,000 downstairs.
0: So, um, the first of september is a capital sick day and um i mean this is this is one of the reasons why we're doing um these podcasts and um, um, are you guys planning anything special are you planning a, a celebration what what are you doing for for, for the um first of september
1: um we would really have liked to um i think it would have been a great occasion to invite a lot of people to the farm and to have a great um, almost lunch table in between the vineyards and uh, really to mark the first of spring and the the of day. But um, the way things have been going this year, we, we just don't think that everyone is very comfortable coming out always and we don't want to push it. So um, we're just carrying on like normal. Uh, I think it's a Tuesday if I'm right. So it'll yeah. be um, just a normal day of business for us. Okay,
0: awesome. Tell me, um, what uh, what can people experience on um, when visiting Leloud? How does that work? Do mm. I make an appointment? Can I just come? Does, you know?
1: We actually, for our tasting, um, we like to have uh, people just show up if they want, and even if they just want to have a little walk through the garden. We've got lovely rose gardens and a veggie garden um on the farm, so we do want you know people to feel like Leloud is almost part of the family and they can almost just pop in here. So in the tasting room, which is open currently six days a week, usually seven days a week, um, they can come for a tasting, some canapes, um, anytime that they like, no booking is necessary. We also then have the restaurant on the farm, which is called the Rangerie at Le Lude, um serving very classic French style cooking with just a, a little home touch and really generous generous portions and just good good cooking um, that is open currently from wednesday until sunday um, for lunch and yeah that, that we prefer to have bookings um, over the weekend during the week it's still pretty open for for walk-ins um, and then the accommodation on the farm we've got a guest house called lily pond which um houses two rooms um for four people total so Either way, you book out, if you book for two people or for four people, you get the whole house. And it's in between our Chardonnay vineyard. So it's really just nice to, to get away and to come and spend the weekend here on our estate. Well,
0: that sounds awesome. I'm, I mean, um, yeah, you, you mentioned the, the current situation. And this is true, right? The coronavirus and everything around it has forced everyone to rethink their um, business models. Um, do you have any changes or new ideas in mind
1: I don't think it's necessarily changes for us. um, We're trying to, you know, maximize people's experience when they do come out here. So we have a lot of guests traveling from Cape Town or from the garden route or so to come join us for the weekend or just to have lunch even. And I think if people are coming to the farm, then it should be worth more than just a tasting in canapes or a lunch on the estate. Mm -hmm. So um, to have the gardens open to the public, to have, um the wine tasting and the restaurant open you know for them to choose what they want to do i think is is more where it's going and we we'd like to have people see us as more of a a destination to come to
0: okay awesome i actually you do have an online shop have you found that this has been growing um, um in the last few months
1: yeah, we have um we've we've done very well on our online and we were very happy. We got it out last year already and so nothing was too difficult for us to to get started when we when we came down to online shopping. And I do think it is for a lot of people going to be a way forward. Um I myself find find it hesitating to go to the mall or something if I just want mm. to buy you know, a pair of jeans. Um it's a lot easier to just buy things online these days and and it makes you feel a lot more comfortable.
0: I think the big thing that changes when, when people start doing online or as the uh, the learned people say, what they call it direct to consumer is the is the buzzword of the day, is um that that you as a as a producer of anything, any product, you, you 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 all of a sudden instead of um your whereas when you're selling to a restaurant or a or a retailer, they are almost your customer, but when you sell direct to the consumer, that the importance of actually communicating with that consumer goes up a notch. How do you guys manage that? How do you actually talk to the guys drinking your product?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, what everyone has found challenging is to, you know, really to... be in contact with the people that are buying your wine and to make them feel that this is a good purchase and this is a safe purchase. Um, and I think you just need to be honest and you need to be open with them. So if things are taking long, you need to say that and you need to, uh, you know, tell them why and fix it for the next time. So we've been, um, very lucky that all of our agents in different provinces has helped us a lot with our deliveries, so we've been able to get deliveries out quite quickly, and people appreciate that so um, working quite hard on um, building those customer relations is just about the most important. I must say um,
0: I mean um, I just in our experience we're talking to a lot of um, wineries and stuff. the first lockdown. Um, people actually uh, when 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 we opened again and um, the the logistics was a bit of a nightmare. People struggled to get the, the um, products to customer but it seems like everyone and the, especially the career companies got to act together um for the second lockdown and, and and I think that is just the the the, the actual whole logistics system for online shopping in South Africa in general never mind just wine um I think all products is going to be so much more smooth because like you say you know um I myself, I'd love to 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 order something online. I mean, from the supermarkets now, I think picking by end checkers, you can now get same-day deliveries on groceries. So I think that is just going to be the way forward. And for a um, producer like yourself, it's definitely an avenue to pursue. Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, everyone's just trying to increase their... Um, how how good their tracking is really, because a customer doesn't want to wait three days before they hear from you. Even they want to be able to know that their package is being picked up today and being delivered in two days' time, and this is where it is currently. So I think that's the most important for us. Also at the moment, with the the ban on sales over the weekend, we're still making use of this. So anyone who wants to coming for a tasting over the weekend can purchase wine and we will deliver it for them the next week
0: well i think i think the big advantage of doing this is that you actually know exactly who's buying your product which is a which is something um uh, important over time you can actually track it like you say and um, obviously you can then also um uh, sell stuff to them again or uh, communicate to those guys which is something that you don't, you don't know if somebody's buying your product necessarily in, in Woolworths or in a restaurant, but you do know if they buy it from your directly, who they are.
1: Yeah, true. It's um, it's a great uh, database that we've started from this and we hope to mm-hmm. get our newsletters rolling out very frequently to all of these, the new clients that we do have and, and to keep people very interested in the farm. Um, there's a lot that goes on here that people don't know about, so it'll be nice to share.
0: Yeah, I think that that, that is right. So, um, I mean, your 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 wine journey has been quite interesting, and like you say, you've been born into it. But um, so, uh, what is the what is the most important thing you've learned through the years in your wine journey?
1: Um, I think it's been what I've learned here at at, at le probably in my first harvest was. Uh, how important, you know, precision and I want to say cleanliness is. And it is a food product at the end of the day and, and that hygiene is important. So we work um, naturally with our wines, but we also work very precisely. So we're only using the best fractions out of the press and they must be kept separate from, from the, the juice that we aren't too sure of. And if we don't want to use anything, then we won't. So I think, I think you should never, um, uh, Use something that that you aren't a hundred percent sure of, and your your wine should only be ma- made from the best of the best.
0: That's very interesting. So, Emma, I ask everybody this question, but um, can you give us your very own wine or MCC quote?
1: <laughs> um, I have one that I've stolen from Paul Harber, who was the winemaker here at Leloud when I started. And I think it's probably the best thing that he taught me because coming down to degorgements, your um is probably the most important factor. So Peter Leem, who wrote a book on champagne, um, is an American journalist. And he um, he says that dosage is like salt being used in cooking. Um, it's a seasoning that enhances the balance and the flavor of the champagne and i think it's it's more true than anything else your um that you add at your degorgement you should never taste the sugar in the wine it's mm. there to enhance flavor and to balance out the flavors in the wine
0: if people want to get hold of you if they want to um, order your um, wine or your mcc or they just want to come uh, book a place how do, how do they get hold of you guys
1: um, yeah, anytime. Um, my email address is Emma at um, which is probably the easiest way to get hold of anything. Um. Here on the estate, the um, admin is info at or they can just head on to our websites and um, uh, send us a message from there. Um, we do try and help with anything. So even if you have a question about production or storage or um, whatever it may be, even if it's mildly related to KapliSik, please do send us a message and just, just let us know.
0: Well, thank you very much. We'll put all the links um, down in the description. Emma, um, it's been interesting talking to you. And, um, yeah, it's, I, 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 mean, I mean, I can't wait to come down and actually, I actually haven't been to your estate, so I can't wait to come and see it. And I think if there's anybody out there, they should actually make a make a plan, if they can, to come to Franshoek and, and come visit Le Lude. And um, like I said, I've seen your your, your product in, in Woolworths, so I'm definitely going to try it. But thank you for spending the time with us. and. Um, uh, yeah we we appreciate it and um thank you
1: well thanks all It's about high time that you get out here then um Franschuk is livening up again with all the restaurants opening, so it, it's nice to have feet through the door
0: so you say it's has it been has, uh, I was wondering about that yeah busy was it last weekend
1: we actually we've had a full weekend we had about forty people for for lunch on on sunday if i if I may say that it's close to our fifty mark but wow. um yeah, we've got outside seating, so on a, on a lovely day, we, we really can can make it quite special.
0: I think this weekend is gonna be busy because it's end of the month, so and um, if the weather holds, I think people will come.
1: Let's hope the weather holds. Um,
0: have, a, have a great um, day, and thank you very much for spending the time, I appreciate it.
1: Thanks Will, thanks for having us.
0: Thank you for supporting our show. If you would like to get more exposure for your business, Please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description.